You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Seventeen weeks, four quarters, sixty minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning try. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, a.k.a. the NFL Chick, co-host of Ravens postgame show on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. And I'm Cordell Woodland, host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan and beat reporter for the Baltimore Ravens for the same station. All right, so we allowed this loss to to sink in, right? Mm -hmm. I think Sundays are for emotions, and then Mondays and Tuesdays are for coming to terms with it, right, and being more logical about what happened. Um, So Sunday we were allowed to kind of be in our feelings a little bit uh, because – Man, that was that was one of the biggest collapses I've seen in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we're able to kind of process things a little bit. So let's start with offense. Um, Lamar Jackson, man, like we talked about this numerous times before Cordell that we felt like coming into the season, Lamar was going to be every week that he played is going to be a contract negotiation, um, at least by fans and media. And at, Two weeks in, he's absolutely stepped up to the plate and um, heard the challenge, and he's accepted it, and he's been playing at a high level. And uh, I'm really excited to see how he ends the season because as of right now, he has six passing touchdowns, seven total uh, touchdowns, and he's playing like an MVP. I know we've talked about what this team wanted to do in 2019 and this, that, and the third – but um, they don't have the, the proper components at this point to do that. But the one thing that they do have that could potentially get them back on track is number eight. And so far, he has played as good as, you know, you can ask for. No doubt about it. I mean, he's been fantastic through the first two games. Uh, you know, like you said, he's got seven total touchdowns on the year already one interception that happened in garbage time uh, against the Jets. Other than that, Lamar's been fantastic. He's been the best player on the field. Um, He's been the guy to pretty much do everything for this offense from being the quarterback and, you know, throwing the ball really all over the field and and now being the leading rusher. And Lamar being the leading rusher isn't 
out of the norm. This is something that he's done before, but he usually has a little more help than he's gotten so far this year. He's gotten little to no help uh, in the running department this year so far. That's the one thing that concerns me. Uh, But right now, Lamar is looking like Superman. And it's I've always found it ironic in the past where everybody kind of gets on the, oh, well, Lamar's trying to do too much and Lamar's trying to be Superman on every play. And you look around and it's like, well, how can he not? You know, yeah. it's, it, he's forced to kind of do that. I mean, what he's doing in the passing game is pretty much what you expect any quarterback to do. I'm not discrediting that. But in the run game, his running should be a bonus. It should not be all you have. Yeah. And right now it's literally all they have. And you talk about all of his games being a contract negotiation. That's literally what it is right now. And the numbers done nothing but go up. It's done nothing but go up. I don't know if how, if you're the Ravens, how you can sit there and be comfortable in this situation where you've got a guy that you know is your future or you know should be the future of your franchise and you know it's expensive i get it it's expensive it's crazy expensive it's out of this world expensive now for to to get a elite quarterback but this is what you have this is a good problem to have absolutely um and you're now in a situation to where you're you played games both sides have played games not just the ravens both sides and it looks like Lamar's going to be the benefit, the beneficiary of this situation. You, you said, you know, coming into this season, we both felt like Lamar was going to have a great year and he's showing it. I mean, he just, it just looks so easy to him out there and, you know, he's throwing dots. He's, I mean, and he's got some great playmakers around him. Rashad Bateman has definitely stepped up uh, to that number one receiver role and has helped and, has been uber-efficient, too. Rashad Bateman hasn't had the crazy amount of targets so far this season, but he's done so much with the you know with the opportunities that he's been given to this point. And I, I think that's exactly what you want to have. You, The Ravens are – they're an efficient offense. They're not an offense that's going to go out there and, you know, have somebody be uh, the leading receiver in the league or anything like that. But you're you're talking about somebody who has two touchdowns off six catches, 167 yards. I mean, the, the dude does more with his opportunities than some of the other receivers that have been here uh, in the past. And I don't want to throw sticks and stones and try to compare guys to others, but I couldn't help it as I watched Rashad Bateman take a slant all the way to the house for 75 yards. And I'm watching Marquise Brown later on that day in Arizona get a similar type of opportunity in overtime. And as soon as a defender is on his back, he falls down to the ground. He wants no parts of it. It's like, it's a night and day difference. Um, So I I think that, you know, a lot of people have a lot to say about Eric DaCosta and his draft picks and rightfully so, because a lot of them have not worked out. I mean, that 2020 draft class is pretty much obsolete. I don't think any of those guys outside of maybe one or two are still on this team and, and barely contributing. Um, so right now I'm, I'm looking at Lamar as a guy who is looking like an MVP candidate early in the year. And this is the way he looked last year as well, all the way up to, you know, that Dolphins game. Uh, but I, I still think Lamar has got a lot more 
to show. I think he's showing that he is, you know, one of the best passers in the league. He can get the ball there um, with the best of them. And he just has a rapport with guys like Andrews and to where, you know, he can he threw Andrews open a couple of times in that yeah. Dolphins game. Yeah. It was a couple of the sidearm throws that I'm not always crazy about with him because sometimes he gets lazy in his mechanics and it turns in to an inaccurate pass, yes. but he, you know, you could clearly tell he was in a groove on Sunday um, with some of the throws that he was making, the touchdown run, the 79-yard touchdown run. I mean, he literally did everything for that offense, and I don't think it's going to change as the year goes on. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, my, my advice to Lamar, and I even tweeted this to him, is to get paid, young hitter, get paid, okay? Yeah. Because right now, you are the offense. You make this offense go. In 2019, you made the offense go, but you also had a great running game to compliment you, to kind of take the slack off of you. Hey, you don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's up to you to elevate this offense. And you've already said, look, Rashad Bateman is, is, is fantastic, okay? Um, he's turning out to be what we expected him to be. Uh, so, you know, there is, is, is very much optimism in that. Um, and then obviously you still have Mark Andrews who, you know, we know that what that is, but, but Lamar without Lamar, I would, I'm very concerned about what this offense looks like. I'm very, very concerned about what this offense looks like. Um, you know, 31 points, uh, you know, on Sunday and, and then what, 24 points um, in, in the previous game. And my thing is simply just, you know, this is the evolution of Lamar. We've seen him in every offseason do some work and, and try to get better. You and I both agreed that um, in training camp, you know, his back shoulder throws had gotten better. Lamar looked much comfortable. Now we're starting to see him more under center. Like the the, the evolution of Lamar is great to watch, um, particularly because he's doing things that people said that he couldn't do. And he's proving everybody wrong in doing yep. that. Um, so if there's anything that you can gain from what you saw on Sunday is that from an offensive perspective, Lamar has done nothing but get better. We were concerned about him putting on weight, saying that, oh, that was going to slow him down. Okay, well, uh, that touchdown showed you that's not a problem, okay? The man can still run if need be. And so um, I'm just ecstatic about – but I'm not surprised – Right. Let me say that. I, I'm, I, I'm ecstatic about his growth, but I'm not surprised. He's always been a person to try to get better. That's always been his work ethic, even in college. He's always been that way. So for him to continue to trend up, and then you see his uh, quarterback coach that he had worked with personally at the facility, which, you know, a lot of times that gets frowned upon sometimes by organizations, but the Ravens have been open to him being there. Um, says a lot in terms of how they they view him wanting to, you know, develop and, and be a better passer. 
So, you know, Lamar, unfortunately for him, right, he's in uh, a league where everybody has appeared to be elevating their game. And then guys like Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Right. But I don't see why if he if he played anything like he did on Sunday consistently for the rest of the year, he has to be in an MVP conversation. Mm -hmm. There's no because they're going to win more games than they're going to lose. They're not playing the Dolphins every week. The Dolphins have one of the fastest wide receiver growers in the the entire NFL. They don't, they're not going to have that every week. So nine times out of 10, eight, nine times out of 10, if they're putting up 31, 38 points, they're winning those football games. So, you know, that's the part that is like, he has to be in the conversation if he continues this trend of how he's played in the first two games. And, you know, talking to Lamar after the game, you know, I I did ask him about just the fact of, about the, the, the lack of running, uh, game and everything with them not being able to put those guys away and the way he the way he phrased it and just how what I took from that it just sounded like a guy that wants the ball in his hands at every opportunity um, which I'm not upset about I think Lamar wanted them to keep their foot on the gas which I don't think they did in the second half uh, the running game not being there doesn't help, but I think Lamar wanted to keep throwing the ball, which they did, but I think he wanted to aggressively throw the ball. I think he wanted to have past plays that are schemed up to score, not schemed up to just keep possession of the ball and, you know, just put together a drive. I think Lamar wanted it to be as aggressive as they were in the first half, and he wanted the ability to show that he can light up the scoreboard with any other team in the league. Um, he, it was clear that he was feeling it on Sunday, and I, I think he just wanted to keep their foot on the Dolphins' neck, and they they didn't do that ultimately. And the question has come about, can the Ravens be a pass-first offense? Can Does that bode well for Lamar? And in the past, everybody has sworn. Remember when Steve Young was talking and saying that he felt like the Ravens were holding Lamar back, and they wanted he wanted them to kind of, allow him to show what he could be as a passer. And everybody was kind of like, you know, I don't know if Lamar can handle that. I don't know if that's the best offense for Lamar if it's a pass-first offense. And I think Lamar is looking like he may agree with Steve Young, like, hey, I can be this – I can run any offense you want. Right. People forget he ran a pro-style offense in college. Right. Like, this dude, can, he he is a football player. He's not a one-trick pony. He is one of the – I think when you have something that's so new and so rare, people are hesitant to believe it. And also, we are in a society where it's got to be one or the other. Yep. You can't have it both, both ways. And I think it's tough – for people to grasp the fact that Lamar might just be as good a passer as he is a runner. I think it's it's extremely tough for people to mentally accept that. Um, but he's clearly trying to show them that. And I want to know if the Ravens are going – right now you, you almost have to be a pass-first offense if you're the Ravens because you're literally getting nothing – from the run game. You're going backwards, backwards. in the run game. Backwards. It's, 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 it's doing you a disservice. And I'm as much for trying to establish the run as anybody, but you you can't you you can't go out there and continue to 
call plays that are taking you off schedule. You can't go out there and continue to give the ball to Mike Davis, who's doing nothing but going backwards. You know, Lamar, I, I saw a couple of times after some of these run plays where Lamar's just like looking over to the sideline like, man, what, how long are we going to do this? You know, how long are we just basically going to forfeit downs? Because that's what it turned out to be in some of the uh, running situations. So, you know, I, I think I think that Lamar is definitely still primed for a big-time season. He's got some big-time games coming up uh, just within the next couple of games, but as the season goes on. So I, I, I do expect him to continue his uh, MVP run this year. And look, Lamar, look, we get he's a quarterback, so I don't expect him to want anything less than to have the ball in his hands at all times. Um, you do need a little bit of balance, okay? Like you can't just throw the ball 60 times a game. You have to run the ball. You try you have to try. And I get that, okay, it's not working, so we gotta do something different. Well, then do something different, like give the ball to the fullback that you just gave a lot of money to. In, in fourth right. and short right. situations to keep the drives alive. I'm fine with it if you want to keep passing the ball down the field. But in fourth and short situations, yes, I mean, look, I would have changed some things differently. And and, and, and if we knew the run game wasn't going to work, do something different. But I would have started with Pat Ricard. But then if Pat Ricard didn't work, I would have gave it to Lamar Jackson. So he's not wrong. But I like the mentality, Cordell. I like the fact that Lamar says, give me the ball. He said, this ain't the old, look, this is the new NFL. This is the new Ravens. This is different stuff over here. And that means that, you know, we're not running the ball the way that we used to. Historically, the Ravens have been a running football team. Well, guess what? You can't do that right now. But you do have a quarterback that can put you in position to win football games with his arm as well as his legs, if need be. So use that guy to do everything that you can to win football games. I'm I'm not mad at Lamar saying that at all. And I actually love it. I love that he's, oh, he's yeah. like, put, he, he like, go ahead and put the team on my back, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready for that responsibility. And it's probably something he's been ready for. But now, you know, with the contract situation, he's like, mm-hmm. I need that right now. Right. He's so, got to be able to show that. I mean, as if it was, should be any doubts right now. I mean, the, the offense has been – driven by Lamar since he's been given the keys to the team. So if they haven't figured it out by now, shame on them. But, yeah, definitely now with him being in a contract year and everything surrounding that, uh, I I think he wants to open the full arsenal of what he's capable of out there. Yeah, I completely agree.